to being aware of awareness meditation. This morning you will hear three bells. One when we start, one in about 30 minutes, and one at the end of the meditation. We'll call that the starting bell. So we'll settle in this morning. Notice where our attention is right now. If you feel too, I invite you to close your eyes. And just watch where your attention is at the moment. Maybe you're been up for a little bit and attention's been outward. If you or celebrating Christmas, you may be rushing around or feeling settled. Either way, just notice where your attention is. And as we set our intention for this next hour together, Our intention, our intention is to notice awareness, to be more aware, to pay more attention to what is aware than the activities of the world. So we notice where our attention is at the moment. Perhaps we start by taking a couple of deep breaths. In through the nose and longer through the mouth. through the nose and slowly out through the mouth. As we allow our breathing to come back to normal, 
Perhaps we just watch our breath for a moment. Watch how the body automatically breathes in and breathes out without any additional efforting on our part. Perhaps while you're watching the body's breathing happening, might turn your attention to what notices. What is aware that breathing is happening? And as you get to know what it is that is watching, you might just pay attention to its qualities. Can you notice its stillness? You notice what is watching is here and was here the moment you put attention on it. It's just here. You may hear sounds rising in your environment. Can you notice that the awareness is just silent and the sounds are rising in it? awareness that everything rises out of. It's like a contextual field. 
it is context within which everything else is happening. This is what we are here to pay attention to for the next bit of time that we are together. We are noticing what notices. We are watching what watches. We are allowing ourselves to get to know that which just seems to know what's happening. Every time you notice that attention gets pulled off of the awareness, you just gently bring it back. Attention just does what attention does. Attention gets drawn 
away from awareness. We just bring it back. We are teaching ourselves to become more interested in that which is aware than the objects it is aware of. If you find that the mind is particularly busy today, that's okay. We take this opportunity to use everything, including the busy mind. So if the mind is busy, then we just take the time to notice that what we are notices a busy mind. That the thoughts rising are just objects. No different than any object that would arise in awareness. And we use that point of awareness to turn back and notice what noticed the busy mind, what noticed a continuous stream of thought objects. In our Tuesday morning heart explorations, embracing the whole show class, we have been contemplating dissolving ego. 
And at this stage in our practice, we are on chapter 22 called The Shortcut. Helen Hamilton writes, at any point along stage one, two, or three practice, stage one practice was getting to know all the ways in which awareness arises. Stage two, was using everything that happens to point us back to awareness. Stage three was just being in constant effortless meditation throughout the day. So again, Helen Hamilton writes, at any point along stage one, two, or three, we can use the process of self-inquiry to speed up our progress. As we begin to spend more and more time as the Nuganon, then we will be able to overcome obstacles easier and easier. Self-inquiry helps that, and at some point, it will be seen very clearly that you are not an object, and you never have been. You will probably find that self-inquiry will begin to happen by itself more and more often as an area where you still believe yourself to be a person shows up for you. The habit before may have been automatically to believe the thoughts and emotions about your beliefs. And this was reinforced by memories of experience where these beliefs seem to be very true. Quite naturally, as you see yourself more and more as the timeless, formless one, then you will begin to question automatically how real this separate person is in these moments. self-inquiry, we look to right at, we look right at and ask the question, who is it? Seize thought, 
What is it that believes in the belief? And what notices that the believing is happening? When the mind goes silent to the questions, you may come to realize that any identification with that which continuously moves cannot be what you are. There's something else here. Something that's always noticing, always watching. Something that without which there would be no sense that nothing could exist. This very basis for everything that is known to be known. is known because of what we are. Next section Helen writes about is called the shortcut process. There is a way to hasten this process too. And you will know when you are ready for this because your attention will be drawn to the questions in this chapter. Suddenly, the questions will seem appealing interesting, and even though they may feel a little dangerous to the mind, they draw you into them. Before you are ready, the questions may seem obvious, irrelevant, boring, 
or even pointless. At some point, they will become living questions for you that you take inside your being and allow to do their work. Waking up fully and living from the truth always is simply a process of dissolving the energy of separation in the body caused by this belief in you as a separate being. It evolves a change in brain chemistry and an openness to see yourself as being the formlessness that no problem can affect. And we, in this very moment, notice what is noticing. And can we ask ourselves, does this have any form whatsoever? Does it have a specific location? And if your mind is busy throwing answers at you, just turn back to what is noticing. Is what is noticing, does it have a location? Can you find it anywhere? Does it appear to be everywhere? Does it seem to stop at the edges of the skin? Or does it feel like it goes beyond that? If you're listening to the sound of this voice, does it feel like there's somewhere where you're Awareness ends and this awareness begins. Or does it feel like there is no end? That it can't possibly be contained within bodies.
According to Helen, Helen Hamilton, this shortcut process will help us with constantly noticing that we are the formlessness. These questions are designed to dissolve the questioner. If the sense of being separate is simply an energetic mass of belief in our mind, then these questions will enable clear seeing to occur, which will cut through this energetic mass. As with self-inquiry, these questions do not require a mental answer. They are supposed to be living questions that you ask and allow the question to sink deeper into your being. It is almost as if you ask the question and then let it go. Perhaps a mental answer will come or perhaps not, but it does not matter. The first question is, can the perceiver be perceived? Perhaps we just sit with that question for a moment. Can the perceiver be perceived? Can the perceiver be perceived?
Can the perceiver be perceived? The first question, can the perceiver be perceived? Second question, Helen Hamilton writes, is can the observer be observed? So perhaps we just sit with that. And we find the observer, which is observing. Can the observer be observed? Can the observer be observed? Every time attention gets drawn away, we bring ourselves back to the question, can the observer 
of what the attention got drawn to be observed. The third question in the shortcut process is can the seer be seen? Can the seer be seen? And the instruction for using these questions is to just allow whatever answers come to come. These are living questions. You allow the question to sink deeper into your being. It's almost if you ask the question and then let it go. Perhaps a mental answer will come, or perhaps not, but it does not matter. And the questions again are, can the perceiver be perceived? Can the observer be observed? Can the seer be seen?
Ellen writes that these questions have powerful catalytic power in them and can help to awaken you. Never underestimate the power of these questions. Pick one that appeals to you and spend some time just looking and being with the question. You can even abandon all attempts to get an answer. You will become the answer. Something is observing these thoughts and emotions. But can you observe the one that is observing? Can you observe the one that is being, the one that is observing? Can you find it? Something is perceiving all this inner and outer world and all that happens in it. But can you perceive this one that is perceiving? Something is seeing the thoughts, feelings, body, world, events, relationships, and everything. Something sees the whole universe. But can the one seeing be seen? Can the one seeing be seen?
and the one observing be observed. Can the one perceiving be perceived? And the one seeing be seen. As you ask these questions and allow them to become a living thing inside you, then you are asking with your whole being. These questions are very direct, powerful, and concentrated form of self-inquiry. When you feel a pull magnetically to these questions, then the end of suffering is near. What you begin to find is that you cannot be seen, perceived, or observed as an object or a phenomenon. You only see your capital S self as the noumenon in which all phenomena appear. Over and over, it becomes confirmed again and again that you are the noumenon viewing capital I itself. You are using time and space and form to perceive the timeless and formless one. Can the seer be seen?
and the observer be observed. and the perceiver be perceived. and the seer be seen. You are just sitting, checking it out for ourselves. Can the seer be seen? Can we find seer? and the seer be seen.
Can the observer be observed? We find that which is observing as a location, as an object, as a thing. Perhaps you may notice all sorts of phenomena arising. Sound of this voice is phenomenal. The feel of the body is phenomenal. Sounds rising in the environment, phenomena. And the observer be observed. Can the perceiver be perceived? You may perceive sensations that the body picks up, these are phenomenal. You may perceive thought energies moving through the mind. More phenomena. You may perceive a separate sense of self. More phenomena. Can the perceiver be perceived? Does it have a beginning? Or an end? Does it have a location? 
place that you pinpoint and say that is the perceiver. can be perceived outside of the body. Can the perceiver be perceived? 